Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ presents Revival with your host evangelist, Pastor Johnny O. Teaching and preaching God's holy word. Now let's learn God's holy word on Revival. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down on green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There is a world-renowned vaccine creator that went on his LinkedIn and put out a letter to every single professional in the world, essentially telling them we must stop the vaccination program immediately. This man could not be more pro-vaccine. In fact, he may be one of the most highly ranked and talented vaccine creators in the world. Let's take a look at the resume of the man that is screaming at the top of the mountain right now. This is Geert van den Bosch, PhD. He was at GSK Biological at Novartis Vaccines and Diagnostics. He was the director, research program leader, and head of adjuvants, Solve Biologicals, global project director of the influenza vaccines. For the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, he was the senior program officer, global health vaccine discovery. For Global Alliance for Vaccine Immunization, Gavi, he was the program manager. And at UNIVAC, he was the chief innovation and scientific officer. He's also at the German Center for Infectious Research, head of the Vaccine Development Office, and at Verico, he was the managing director. This guy is anything but an anti-vaxxer. He is as pro-vaccine as you can get, yet there is something that has got him terrified. He did an interview. I think this interview is so perfect that I'm going to do something we rarely do here on the high wire. We're going to go through the interview as it appeared. But let us walk through what I believe may prove to be the most important interview in the history of mankind. Let's get started. Fact is that these long-lived antibodies, which have high specificity, of course, for the virus, they outcompete our natural antibodies. Because they're natural antibodies, they have a very broad spectrum, but they have low affinity, right? The specific antibody will still continue to outcompete your natural antibodies. And that is a huge problem because I was saying just a few minutes ago, these natural antibodies, they provide you with broad protection. This protection is, yes, it is variant non-specific. It doesn't matter what variant you get. It doesn't even matter what type of coronavirus is coming in. They will protect you. Unless, of course, 
you suppress this level of innate immunity or it is, for example, outcompeted by long-lived uh, specific antibodies. And so it's not like, okay, you missed it. Uh, okay, let's try again. No, you did some harm. I mean, this is different from drugs. Immunizing somebody is installing a new software on your computer. Don't forget, I mean, these antibodies, they will be recalled every single time you're encountering a coronavirus. You, you cannot just erase this. So this is very serious. This is not like the drug. This is very serious. This is, he uses the term long-lived antibodies. I'm going to use sort of a football uh, way to describe. Now, I think this video is pretty clear, but I really want to make sure that we all get this because I actually learned something this week that I wasn't fully aware of, and now it is crystal clear. But let me see if I can help make it crystal clear for anybody that's sort of thinking about what he said. Now, here's what he is describing. And if you ever, you know, played any sports, soccer, football, hopefully this makes some sense to you. But on our team, on our, in our immune system, we have what are called non-specific antibodies. They have, he called it, broad spectrum, low affinity. They don't care who is coming across. In this case, let's look at the other team. Let's say these are all variants of coronavirus. We got the A variant, F, T, R, L, Y, X. Okay, now it doesn't matter who gets the ball in this case. When we have non-specific, anyone that comes across. So let's say X gets the ball, running back gets the ball, comes running over here, boom, right here, non-specific antibodies, boom, tackle, dead, not going anywhere. But let's say it's a different play. Let's say they decide they, you know, we're gonna run Y. So they run Y with a roundabout coming through here, boom, it doesn't matter. Non-specific, we see the Y too. It doesn't matter. We're gonna go after anything because it's non-specific. it's brilliant. These are brilliant antibodies you have as your natural immune system. What if it's a trick play? What if they toss it to A and over here tries to get through, doesn't matter, bam, non-specific's gonna go after the A variant too. This is how your immune system works and it's fantastic. Now let's talk about what happens when we're given a vaccine. Let's go to the next one. In this case, we're now gonna move into vaccine-induced antibodies. As he said, they're long-lived. They don't go away. This isn't a drug that's going to wear off two days from now. We say, you know what? You had an allergic reaction. We're not going to do that drug anymore. It is in you forever. There's no getting this thing out. And what did it just do? It created what he called specific antibodies. Specific antibodies is now what we're going to discuss. So now in this scenario, playing football, essentially everyone on the team has been told, you're looking for X. The antibody created, in this case, for the spike protein, the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 that we first saw at the very beginning before there's any variants, our vaccine is going to make you fight that really well. So how does it work? Well, it's great. The coach basically said, I know for a fact that X, the running back back there, is going to get the ball. So everyone on the team, key on X. Great. So X gets the ball. Boom, comes through. It doesn't matter, man. They're all going to jump in there. Yeah! Yay, the vaccine's awesome. It totally stopped the virus. Okay? But now here is the problem he's talking about. This entire team can only respond to X. It only understands it is specific. It's an antibody specific to the virus it's looking for. So what happens if Y gets the ball? What if the team, they, they know? It doesn't matter if the coach said it was going to be X. It doesn't matter. Y gets the ball. Y comes around, boom, goes through here, can go anywhere they want. X does nothing. 
boom, win. We're in the end zone. We just won. Virus wins the whole game because no one on the team was waiting for X, was planned for X. In fact, they were told, don't go near Y. Okay? But here's something that I didn't understand. I understood that, and we've talked about that basically on the show, not in this way. But it goes one step further. Here's what I did not understand about the immune system last week that I do now. When he says that the vaccine-induced antibodies are long-lived, it means they're going to be there forever. He also basically explains that they are more robust. The virus-specific antibodies, the specific ones, they're more robust, and they outcompete your non-specific natural immune antibodies. So in this case, you do have some natural non-specific antibodies in there that could handle any one of the variants. But the problem is these guys are bullies. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're more specific and they're ready to do their job. So if Y gets the ball and starts coming around, our non-specific antibody is going to want to jump in there. Unfortunately, our vaccine-induced is going to push this out of the way and become a blocker to make sure or that that virus gets all the way in and wins and gets the touchdown and could possibly leave you dead. This vaccine is bullying away your remaining natural immune system. You do have these, but they're never going to work again. Do you realize how horrifying this is? Now think about the hundreds of millions of people that are lining up around the world, that are lined up outside of stadiums right now because CNN and Tony Fauci just said, I love this vaccine. Well, Geert here, one of the leading scientists in vaccine and immunology in the world is telling you, everybody getting the vaccine is destroying their innate immune system. Those immune antibodies that were non-specific that could have handled any of those thousands of variants we just saw you they're designed for it by being vaccinated you just assured yourself that there are no antibodies inside of you to fight the variants so if we have strayed far enough away from the vaccine induced variant that we were looking at the original spike protein everyone that is vaccinated is now in horrible horrible trouble they're going to be attacked by variants and their bodies will not mount a defense. We are talking about carnage like we've never seen. But the problem I'm talking about is a global, a global problem. It's not an individual getting an adverse event. It's a global problem of making this virus increasingly infectious because we leave it all the time a chance and opportunity to escape in the immune system and to drive this, to whip this up, you know, up to a level where the virus is so infectious that we can even no longer control it. He said, I'm worried about a global event. What I'm talking about is a global issue. And the global issue is the fact that we are helping this virus gain function. We are turning it into a killer in every single body that is getting it. Well, now what this vaccine is doing is it's turning hundreds of millions of people around the world into a gigantic gain of function laboratory. And where I have told you before that in nature, viruses tend to mutate to become less deadly because if they kill their host, they don't move on. In the evolution, they want to move on, so they stop killing their host. 
What he's saying is, this isn't a natural pandemic. We have inserted ourselves here. We are now inserting a mechanism that we're teaching it to actually go the opposite direction. It's getting more deadly, and the way we're doing it, the other one will not compete. It's not going to move in the direction that a natural virus does because we're not acting naturally. We are putting immense pressure on it with an underperforming vaccine that is going to turn it into a Hulk. And his concern is that it will become so virulent and so deadly, there is nothing we can do to stop it. Now, listen to this. I've seen the question many times, and quite frankly, I get asked the questions. We're coming to a point where people are going to have to take these vaccines. That looks as though it's the reality, either in the context of work or in the context of travel. Based on what you're saying, they're in a lose-lose situation. What does this mean? Well, what does this mean is very clear. Let's consider the consequences of this, both at the population level and at an individual level. As a matter of fact, it is detrimental, both on a population level as on an individual level. And I'm telling you why I think the population level, I explained you, we are increasingly facing highly infectious strains that already right now we cannot control because basically what we are doing is when we vaccinate somebody, we are turning this person in a potential asymptomatic carrier that is shedding the virus. But at an individual level, you are at the same time losing the most precious part of your immune system that you could ever imagine of. And that is your innate immune system. Because innate antibodies, the natural antibodies, the secretory IgMs, will be outcompeted by these antigen-specific antibodies for binding to the virus. And that is a long-lived suppression, and you lose every protection against any viral variant or coronavirus variant, etc. So this means that you are left just with no single immune response. It's none. Your immunity has become nil. It's all gone. The antibodies don't work anymore and your innate immunity has been completely bypassed. And this while highly infectious strains are circulating. So, I mean, if that isn't clear enough, I really don't get it. And people, please do read, you know, what I posted, because it's pure science your science. And as everybody knows, I'm a highly passionate vaccine guy, right? And I have no criticism on the vaccines. But please use the right vaccine at the right place and don't use it in the heat of a pandemic on millions of millions of people. We are going to pay a huge price for this. And I'm becoming emotional because I'm thinking of my children, of the younger generation. I mean, it's just impossible what we are doing. We don't understand the pandemic. We have been turning it in an artificial pandemic. Who can explain where all of a sudden all these highly infectious strains come from? Nobody can explain this. I can explain it, but we, we have not been seeing this during previous pandemics. During natural pandemics, we have not been seeing it because at every single time there was the immunity was low enough so that the virus didn't need to escape. So at the end of the pandemic, when things calmed down and it was herd immunity, it was still the same virus circulating. What we are now doing is that we are really chasing this virus and it becomes increasingly infectious 
And I mean, this is just a, a situation that is completely, completely out of control. And when a man who has made vaccines his whole life, that has run most of our vaccine programs around the world, or many of them, when he tells you this vaccine is doing the worst thing of all, it is destroying your innate immune system. It's destroying your natural immune system that would not have any problem fighting variants, would be very good at it. But in this case, it has turned it, he says, nil. It doesn't exist anymore. Your immune system is all gone. It's all gone. Meanwhile, it is fighting a war with a now deadly pathogen that the vaccine forced to be deadly. He doesn't tell you if the vaccine ends up stopping the infection and transmission, then some of the things that I'm worried about won't happen. He is telling you it has already happened. I am not hypothesizing in the future. I am telling you all of these variants that they are reporting on coming out of South Africa, coming out of Brazil, coming out of the UK. Guess why they're coming from there? Guess where our vaccine trials were from day one? We have been mutating this virus with this product. We have made a grave and dangerous error. And the question we've got to ask ourselves is what are we going to do about it? Is what are we going to do about it? Is what are we going to do about it? Do you realize how horrifying this is? Now think about the hundreds of millions of people that are lining up around the world, that are lined up outside of stadiums right now because CNN and Tony Fauci just said, I love this vaccine. Well, Geert here, one of the leading scientists in vaccine and immunology in the world is telling you, everybody getting the vaccine is destroying their innate immune system. Those immune antibodies that were non-specific that could have handled any of those thousands of variants we just saw you they're designed for it by being vaccinated you just assured yourself that there are no antibodies inside of you to fight the variants so if we have strayed far enough away from the vaccine induced variant that we were looking at the original spike protein everyone that is vaccinated is now in horrible horrible trouble they're gonna be attacked by variants and their bodies will not mount a defense. We are talking about carnage like we've never seen. Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ, Prophet Pastor Johnny O. Why did I start with Psalms 23? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death because now it is absolutely true that we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I've had already three friends die of heart attacks and it was based on the vaccine. All of them had blood clots, and including one of our church members' brothers now has blood clots, but he just was healed from it through prayer and surgery and other medical procedures. Now it's all come back uh, in, in, a, in a real aggressive manner. Even now he has uh, blood clots in his stomach. Makes no sense. There's no association with his legs. This is crazy. And now we're having uh, reports of shingles, reports of blotches and skin being peeled off. Uh, we're having Bell palsy and so many other illnesses. And let me let you know something, uh, remind you here, they're not recording the heart attacks. So uh, everybody's having heart attacks, you know, and, and the spiking on the heart attacks is just recently, it, it's like off the chart. 
and you don't find any reports of everybody putting it together and saying, wow, look, I mean, uh, did you get vaccinated first? And then look later and say they got a heart attack, put two and two together. They're not doing that. And now you just heard that our immune systems, our antibodies are being deprogrammed so that they don't do their jobs. Yes, you might have some good variant antibodies inside there, specific antibodies that will fight everything, but because of the corona vaccine, it fights it and defends against the actual good antibodies fighting the, the viruses and the bacterias and tells them, no, leave them alone, let those things go through and destroy your body. And then listening to the report of this uh, vaccination scientist and this gentleman, the host, they're both telling you that now the variances of the corona, different strains of corona can come into your body and ravish and destroy you and kill you. So that's what they're saying. So it's just, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm now, you know, encountering people in different states because now my ministry is reaching out to everybody and they're all telling me and they're nervous now because they're getting the reports that people are dying left and right because of the vaccine. And the reason why people don't want to get immunized anymore, uh, because of the fact that they're being killed, they're being uh, euthanized actually. And there was a reporter, a reporter that said that by accident, you know, people don't want to get immunized. He, he meant to say immunized, but he said euthanized. And uh, that's basically what they want to do. Uh, my deacon shared with me a letter that Bill Gates put out and he, you know, arrogantly said that he can't wait for the vaccines to take, uh, you know, do its job, actually, and, and eliminate, you know, most of the population. These people are bent on destroying us. Our ministry here is uh, geared to helping you. Now, I got to put a little disclaimer warning to somebody. Don't you think that you could take the vaccine and then later on come to our ministry knowingly you're doing this? knowingly and then get prayed for to be eliminated and uh, neutralize the poison don't do that that's a sin but if you took the vaccine unknowingly and uh, you know the consequences that are coming please contact kim lugo immediately via email or jeanette ortiz immediately and we will go directly to wherever you are and or gather groups together and we will neutralize the poison anoint you and pray that the curses that are placed by the way there are curses placed on all the needles this is something that no scientist is going to tell you i as a pastor will tell you how do you know this pastor well there is a liquid form called luciferian put on and in this mixture that they're putting into your body that mixture right there is been has been prayed over so it can curse you and destroy your marriage, destroy your body, ravish your body, destroy everything, and destroy your finances. Just completely destroy you. So it starts immediately. It's not something that it just take, doesn't take hold. It immediately destroys you. So not only are you looking at a poison entering your body, destroying your immune system and your antibodies, but now you have curses, spiritual curses placed upon you uh, because of this you know, remedy this needle entering your body that is being uh, promoted as the the uh, uh, the miracle drug of the world. Please, people, stop listening and stop being ignorant. Do the research. 
there are many doctors and nurses that are coming out right now risking their licenses and saying do not take this vaccine it is absolutely experimental and it is destroying going to destroy your family destroy your lives don't take it and I'm, I definitely want to let everybody know that uh, you know if you need us to come and pray for you and anoint you and shut down this poison and discontinue and eliminate the curses contact this ministry right away and we will make arrangements uh, to go to wherever we got to go to your church or your home or wherever and we will uh, we only ask that you give us a love offering out of your heart um, and you know whatever it is that's fine with us but thank God that we are here to help out all every individual out there that needs helping and that is right now you know this is this is serious stuff people this is very serious stuff absolutely serious stuff listen to this believe me they're not telling the truth and if they're not telling the truth that means there's something else afoot and i'm here today to tell you that there's something very very bad happening uh and if you don't pay attention you will soon lose any chance to do anything about it and don't say you weren't warned because i've been warning people as long as i can and as hard as i can that you can still right now take your normal society back you can take it back tomorrow you don't need masks they don't work forget lockdowns they never slowed transmission which took place mostly in institutions like hospitals and care homes you don't need to be vaccinated by uh, inadequately tested and somewhat dangerous gene-based spike protein inducing proteins uh, and you don't need to do what you're told by corrupt scientists who are apparently advising our our government if you don't do that in the next few weeks it will be over i believe if we get to a point of a so-called vaccine passport i think you will have lost the chance to take it back and you will regret it this next portion of audio is from this young lady has a very famous podcast we're going to try to not mention names if it's, if it's possible except for the vaccinationist uh, that's very famous and we need that for credibility uh, disclaimer guys you can do whatever you want it's your life it's your temple you do what you want you want to take it take the vaccination it's your business uh, this ministry is geared by the Holy Spirit and by the Word of God and I'm only here to inform you about what I'm receiving and information that's out there that's not fake news uh, your fact checkers from Facebook and all these other uh, social medias are going to twist and lie but here we're not going to do that we're going to give you all of the relative information and you make that an informed decision on your own you do what you want disclaimer you do what you want if you want to take it you know the ramifications of it and that's basically it I pray to God that you would follow our ministry and that you would listen to the voice of the Lord and do not take it but I am not your father I am only a pastor and if I was your pastor then you would obey me but I'm not your pastor but hopefully maybe one day I would be your pastor and you would be obedient in every segment of Christianity 
and make some right decisions. This young lady is talking about the remedy. She uses the word juice for the word vaccine, so uh, know that. She also says things about people that are vaccinated uh, affect people that are not vaccinated. Of course, remember, there is no documentation on that. I gotta be fair uh, on both sides, so there is no documentation, but could there be any validity behind it? Mm, maybe, maybe not. Um, there is something she does mention that I talked and mentioned to my church many, many, about a year ago. No, I'm exaggerating, not nine months ago. And that was frequencies, the 5G that's coming. Now, the nanobytes that are located, that are, that are in the portion of the mixture of this uh, vaccine is not robots. So anytime you think it's like robots now, what it is, it's the, the, the finite liquid of the uh, aluminum the, that's, that they put into your head. This metal is so finite, it's so, it's so uh, liquidy and it, that it can penetrate the cerebral uh, stem of the brain. And once the 5G gets involved, this little liquid metal will be totally destructive and bouncing all these frequencies and burning up cancerous cells and causing cancer. I mean, it's just going to be Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's. I mean, it's just going to be an absolute destructive nightmare in your head. And that's what that is all about. So you're she talks about the frequencies with the juice which is AKA vaccine. Um, she's right on the money, okay? And I also mentioned the fertility, women suffering on there, men suffering with their testicles. Um, it's just gonna be a nightmare that's coming. I mean, I wouldn't even go as far as the intestines, you know, the small intestines and the large intestines being affected uh, by the juice that she mentions, which we know what the juice is. And, you know, so, uh, this thing is just going to ravish the body, ladies and gentlemen. But like I said in the disclaimer, it's your choice. But I pray to God that you make the right choice. Let's listen to her testimony and see what she has to say. All right, something I briefly spoke about um, on my stories today was about menstrual cycles. Women that are having a lot of issues with menstrual cycles. Um, I mentioned it in... My radio show, Unfettered Patriot, with Dr. Cordy Williams and I, I spoke about it at length um, regarding that situation. And someone that actually works for the radio station texted me and said that they've had this issue with their daughter having a really, really heavy menstrual cycle from being around someone that had the juice. So um, what we've been seeing a lot of the past week or what's been reported on all different sites everywhere all over the world are people that have not had the juice and that they are having really painful uh, cycles, longer cycles, um, several cycles within one month, insane amounts of blood clotting, um, blood clotting the size of a fist. Uh, there was one that one of the doctors actually posted where the uteral wall lining actually came out of a person. And these are a lot of people that are in the medical profession that have not yet had this, but they're around people that have had this. There's also men that are complaining of the swelling of the testicles, um, erectile dysfunction. There was one person that had, uh, and I just read this yesterday, 
He had the juice and 15 minutes later, he literally started to feel pain in his testicle areas and it hasn't gone away since. Um, so there's a lot of things that happen reproductively with a lot of people that haven't had this thing, but they've been around people, whether it's for work or family area or whatever it was, uh, that are experiencing these strange um, happenings. There's also women that are menopausal or way past menopause stage in their life that are now bleeding vaginally. So this is a very, very big cause for concern, obviously. And there are a lot of doctors that are doing roundtables and scientists that are doing roundtables regarding this, trying to figure out why this is happening to people. Um, it's obviously very scary. I myself get very painful menstrual cycles. So have, had I been around other people that already had this, I don't know how much it would worse it would get for me. So it is extremely scary. Uh, also miscarriages have happened. People that have been around those people have had miscarriages. There's reports all over the internet, but of course not on mainstream news because they don't tell the truth about anything. So I just wanted to throw that information out there that if people are having these problems suddenly and they're not sure why, don't take that um, out of the equation of that might be a possibility. Again, there's these other frequencies that we've been blessed with this last year that are also having major effects on people. And so maybe you're blaming one instance and it might be something else like frequencies that are actually working together with this thing. So you, you can't eliminate anything at this point because everything that's happening to us simultaneously is not just because we're unlucky. So you have to just connect the dots. You have to do your research. And that word has been so overused this whole year, but it just goes to show you how many people don't do their own research and they believe that these huge conglomerates have your best interest at heart when all they have to lose are trillions of dollars based on you and your health. There are so many doctors that have been in the field for a very long time that are outspoken about this um, and are very concerned for all of humanity, not just the people that are affected because eventually everyone will be affected, no matter if you were infected or not. Um, so just wanted to put out that message and if anybody has any of those experiences um comment below or if you know people that have comment below i know that this is more common than we even know about because no one is uh allowed to talk about this and it's crimes against humanity crimes against humanity crimes against humanity scientists in israel identify six cases in a new study of patients developing a skin rash known as herpes zoster or shingles. After receiving the Pfizer vaccine, according to studies which was posted on April 21st, 2021. This next gentleman is going to give us general information about our current uh, situations today in America and he's going to point out scientifically medically and scientifically where we are we are in an endemic not a pandemic and he's going to give us more information which is relative 
to our understanding and so that we can make informed decisions in our lives, with our families, and with the current status in America. Dustin, my friend, let's advance here and uh, we shall proceed. He's, he's the man with the, the magical buttons. Yeah, go to the next slide there if you could, please. Oh, it's right there. This is where we are right now. So does that look like a pandemic? It was. It's not anymore. We are in an endemic now. Statistically, the pandemic is over in Idaho. You statistically, once we're below a set percentage, we are not in a pandemic right now. Is the disease present? Sure it is. Is it widespread? No. You know, we're still doing maybe 500 to 600 patient tests a day. At most, we're seeing 2% per day right now. And so the numbers are going way down. Uh, next slide, please. Yeah, we, we are past a pandemic stage. We're at an endemic stage. In most states, we are. There, it, their numbers are still high in a few states, but we're getting past that point. And here's why. Coronaviruses are seasonal. They follow a six to nine month life cycle. And no matter what we do, they're going to do what they do. And then they're going to fade. What happened to SARS? What happened to MERS? What, would, what did we do to stop them? Nothing. They did their thing. Um, average uh, COVID-19 death, age 78.6. Average age of death in North America every year, 78.6. That's fascinating. Um, what, are, what are our highest risk factors? Obesity low vitamin D levels, advanced age. 90% of deaths in the state have been over 70 years of age. That's the at-risk population. We have stopped our society for something that's taking people that are already at that death risk age anyway. The virus is fragile. These are just little tidbits. It's fragile. It doesn't live outside. UV light fractionates it, kills it, blows it apart. Ventilation in the wind blows it away. It is insanity to wear a mask outside. It is absolute insanity. And that's, and that's science. That's science. There is not one study that has shown any super spreader event to have occurred outside. They have all been indoors with poor ventilation. Uh, next slide, please. All right. Biggest lost message on this entire pandemic is vitamin D. There is no such thing. And if I can give one message to all of you for every winter and autumn for the rest of your lives, there is no such thing as flu and cold season. There is only low vitamin D season. Next, please. Vitamin D. Every cell in your body, every nucleus has a receptor for vitamin D on it. 2,000 genes in your body are controlled by vitamin D. 5% of your body's genome controlled by vitamin D. It is the master key to your immune system. The master key. If one has a level in mid-range, you cannot develop a cytokine storm. Data shows what kills people? Cytokine storm. If you are in mid-level range, you will not die from COVID because you cannot get a cytokine storm. Next, please. All right. So we don't just have a viral pandemic. We have an international vitamin D deficiency pandemic, i.e. 70% of the world is immune suppressed. 70%. 70 to 80% of all Americans are immune suppressed because they are D deficient. 82 to 88% of nursing home patients are D deficient. Who's dying at the highest rate? Nursing home patients. 83% of African Americans, 70% of Latinos, 72% of Native Americans, 47% of Caucasians are insufficient and 70% are, are, are deficient. And well, 47% are, are deficient, 70% of Caucasians are insufficient. 
Um, 80% of all hospitalized patients statistically are vitamin D deficient. 96% of people in the ICU are vitamin D deficient. If you are D deficient, you are immune suppressed, you are susceptible to the common cold, the flu, coronavirus of any sort, bacterial pneumonia, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The best mask of all is a healthy immune system and a healthy immune system does not occur. Uh, next slide, please. If you, if you don't have D in normal range. Well, how do we get D? Sunshine. You know, we synthesize it through our skin. Um, above the 35th parallel in the world or below the 35th parallel for four to five months of the year, you cannot synthesize vitamin D through your skin. The older you get, the harder it becomes as well. Vitamin D is critical. Every Idahoan, if you do not supplement, you are vitamin D deficient. You are immune suppressed in the fall and the winter. Next slide, please. So here's a good map of the 35th parallel. Anybody above that line is vitamin D deficient all winter long. Next slide, please. So, <laughs> you can run outside naked thinking you're getting sunshine from October through March, like this fine gentleman here in the snow, and the amount of vitamin D you will synthesize from October through March outdoors running naked in your tutu is zero. Absolutely zero. If you do not supplement with vitamin D in the wintertime, you are immune suppressed. Next, please. Most insurance companies in Idaho and northern states do not pay for a vitamin D test, unfortunately. Other countries, Scandinavian, test their citizens twice a year. They supplement 35 foods on their food shelves with vitamin D. Why is Finland, Norway, Sweden doing so well? They take care of the public health of their individuals. They know that this is public health message number one for their immune health, so they do something about it. 80% uh, of Americans also are magnesium deficient. Our soils are depleted. Vitamin D and magnesium play a fine dance. You need them both to work together in order to have a functional immune system. We're also zinc deficient, 70 to 80% of us in this room. Diet, 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 diet. What you eat matters. It affects your immune health. Church, I need you to do me a big favor. Stock up on vitamin D, magnesium, and zinc and start taking it at huge amounts daily and you will see results within four weeks and keep going beyond four weeks for the with fall and the winter seasons keep doing this again vitamin d magnesium and zinc get it now um obesity is drastically reduces your ability to get vitamin d into your circulation d is a fat soluble vitamin the heavier set you are the more it goes into your fat and not into your circulation to stimulate your immune system uh, normal D levels also decrease colon cancer, breast cancer, thyroid cancer rates, depression rates, suicide rates. Eight out of the ten highest suicide states are northern tiered states. Go figure. Because vitamin D, it's not a vitamin, it's a pro-hormone. And again, it affects thousands of genes in your body. You get a D level up to normal, you decrease risk for all of these things, not just COVID. Next, please. All right, most physicians, unfortunately, don't know how critical this is. This should be public health message from the pulpits of Washington, the pulpits of every state. Where we're pulling our hair, henny penny, this guy is falling, oh no, oh no. What really matters is, look, if you have a healthy immune system, you have a healthy population. And we are not emphasizing that. It's, oh gosh, mask distance, there's nothing we can do, etc. There is something we can do. Give the right message. And the right message is, you can take control of your immune health. You can do something about it. You know, what goes into your body does matter. Um, public health officials have ignored this critical message. Um, normal D levels decrease your COVID symptom severity, risk for hospitalization by 90%. 
That's the world data now. There have been a lot of placebo-controlled trials that show this all around the world. It is scientific fact, not just a correlation like a lot of doctors will tell, oh, gosh, that's that vitamin stuff. I'm like, no, it's an essential part of the human body. It is an essential pro-hormone that your body naturally makes in the sunshine from spring through summer. Only a couple hours a day. We can get into that later if there's questions, because there's only about a three-hour window a day. Without your sunscreen, don't tell the dermatologist that I serve. You need to be outside for 20 to 30 minutes during the spring and summer to get natural vitamin D. In the fall and the winter, you need to supplement to boost your immune system. The darker your skin, the further north you live, the harder it is to synthesize vitamin D. That's why the hospitalization and the death rates in the darker skinned populations, it is not social disparity. It is plain and simple biology. It is biology. The darker your skin, the further north you live, the lower your vitamin D level, the higher your risk for COVID and all other illnesses. So in other words, if you are black skinned, uh, Hispanic, Indian, anything other than white, you need to take huge amounts of vitamin D, magnesium, and zinc. That's the bottom line. Listen to his words. So, you know, I understand there are some social disparities in our society and, and, you know, we can't fix that right away, but I hope we're working on it. But the biology of the disease is the darker you live, further from the equator, the less vitamin D you synthesize, the more immune suppressed you are. There is a, a cool little app called, and, and the RDA, the Recommended Daily Allowance, that was after World War II to sustain basic life. The amount that they give there is like, you know, a, a drop of water in the ocean that they recommend. It is nonsense, absolute nonsense. There's a cool app, it's called D-Minder, and it shows you when you can synthesize your vitamin D. Uh, next slide, please. So our esteemed Dr. Fauci said in an interview in November, well, gosh, I take eight to 9,000 units of vitamin D a day in the winter. Yet, inexplicably, that's not a public health message. In a little, you know, side interview, I'm like, well, gosh, you know it. You know it affects your immune health. You work for the government and have been in there for 40 years. Make that a message to everybody, please. Okay, next. All right, so what should public health message number one, two, and three be? Vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D. Number four, decrease societal obesity. Cut out the sugar, cut out the processed foods, cut out the carbohydrates. Those are all inflammatory. The more inflamed you are going into an illness, the worse you will do. Obesity is a predisposed inflammatory state. If you are obese, you are inflamed. I don't say that to offend anybody, but I lost 45 pounds eight years ago. I've kept it off. Ask me later about that. But it, it contributes to countless diseases, you know. Next, please. All right. Is there a treatment for outpatient COVID? Is there a treatment? You know, uh, unfortunately, the three-letter letter federal government agencies have practiced therapeutic nihilism, apathy, complete apathy. No, gosh, if you get sick, go home. If your lips turn blue, uh, then go to the hospital. If you can't breathe, go to the hospital. When in the history of medicine have we said to someone, well, gosh, you have pneumonia, but once you're sick enough to be hospitalized in the ICU, we'll give you an antibiotic for your pneumonia. Insanity, insanity. We as physicians have collectively lost our medical minds just saying, well, gosh, yeah, you have a, a, an illness that we know is killing people around the world. Why don't you just go home and see how you do? Insanity. The earlier you treat, the more complications you can decrease down the road. And you know what? There's a treatment. Uh, unfortunately, if there's a treatment for a disease, the federal government cannot approve a vaccine by law, by rule. So the NIH, who, you know, is involved in approving medications, 
They co-hold the patent on the, quote, vaccine with Moderna. If the fox is not guarding the hen house there, I don't know who is. That also is insanity to have the government in bed with a private company vending a product that they want to give to everybody. And so when they look at the potential, quote, therapeutics, hydroxychloroquine, I'm not going to talk about because pretty controversial. I have my opinions. I took it for 10 months. I swabbed thousands of sick people. I never got COVID. So that's my story on that one. Um, there's a better medication. I'm going to discuss that next. Conflict of interest, federal government in bed with a vaccine company, absolute conflict. They don't want a therapy to work because then they can bend their vaccine. However, next slide, please. They've tried remdesivir. Six months ago, the World Health Organization said, stop using remdesivir. It does not add survival rate to anybody. $3,000 a pop. What are our hospitals still doing? giving remdesivir. When does remdesivir work? The first two to three days of disease when the virus is replicating. By the time you're hospitalized, you are in a, a hyperimmune phase of a disease. Your immune system is what the hospitalists are trying to tune down. Remdesivir, again, it's like peeing on a forest fire. It does nothing at that point because the virus is already maximally replicated. Remdesivir, expensive, of benefit to the pharmaceutical companies in their back pocket, of no benefit to your health. Convalescent plasma, when does it work? The first two to three days of disease when the virus is replicating. Do people get that outpatient? No, they don't. They only get it in the hospital when it's not effective. Monoclonal antibodies, when do those work? The first couple days of disease when the virus is replicating. By the time you're in the hospital, when the virus has reached mass maximal replication, does it work? No, it doesn't. Do steroids work? To a degree they do once you're at an inflammatory stage in the hospital, yes. All right, next please. Uh, enter an effective prevention and treatment, ivermectin. So a lot of you may, you know, we're in farm country, horse country. You know, you give it to your dogs, your cats, your horses. It's an anti-parasitic. Um, but it's a molecule. It doesn't read the textbook and say, I can only kill parasites. It's a molecule. And fascinatingly, it works against viruses too, not just SARS coronavirus, but a bunch of other viruses as well. So in August of last year, we found out that it killed coronavirus 99.9% .9 in Petri dish studies. The NIH, what did they do? For reasons I already explained, they recommended against it. And they did it on monkey cells instead of human lung cells. They're like, oh, the dose would have to be too high. They fudged the data. Unfortunately, it works. It works. So what did the rest of the world do while we said, everybody go home and let your lips turn blue and come to the hospital? The rest of the world said, well, let's try it. So what did the rest of the world do? A lot of trials. Four billion people on the planet have taken this medication since the 1980s. This medication won the Nobel Prize for the discoverer. It is that safe. It is on the world's safest and most essential drugs list. Four billion people have taken it with only one or two deaths out of four billion, and those people had a genetic disorder. Super, super, super safe. We've given it to people at 30 to 40 times recommended dose. No effect. No, no adverse effect. It, in the world studies, and again, therapeutic nihilism here, we're finally just starting to do some studies. Some brave doctors in Texas, in Florida, in Wisconsin have been using it in their hospitals. They have decreased their death rates by 70 to 90% in their hospitals. 70 to 90, in Houston, one hospital was using it. Now all the hospitals in Houston are using it because they saw what the one brave doctor was doing. It is an approved medication. It is safe. Is it off-label? Yes. Is the FDA approving it yet? No, because the smart doctors around the world, they're like, oh, they're not smart enough. 
Only American doctors are smart. We have to do the trials here. Meanwhile, Pfizer got their approval from studies overseas, not done here. So it's absolutely hypocritical of our three-letter agencies to be approving certain things that were done overseas and then not approving things that were done overseas. Placebo-controlled trials, there are 15,000 patients in meta-analysis. It has decreased the death rate, no matter what your therapy is. Ivermectin, if that's added to the mix, it decreases the death rate by 75% if given early by 86%. What does that mean? Of the half million deaths we have in North America, we would have 375,000 less deaths. There are There is blood on the hands of bureaucrats in Washington who have suppressed this life-saving medication. Blood on the hands of those individuals. How much does it cost? Two cents. In India, in India, an entire province, 200 million people, COVID's gone. They put little blister packs together for two cents, gave it out to their entire population. Listen to what he just said. In India, COVID is gone. And right now, the media in India is manipulating everything they can to get everybody vaccinated. It's a big lie, ladies and gentlemen. Everything is fine in India. This is crazy. They are lying to us. They're at their grocery stores, they're at their theaters, they're walking around, they're, they're living normal life. Wherever it has been given in the world, they're back to normal life. In the US, it's compounded for about two to $5 per dose. You can get a full course of treatment for under $30 and decrease the death rate by, by 75 to 86%. So finally, some of the data from the world was presented and the NIH hemmed and hawed. They only looked at 11 studies instead of the, the tens and tens and tens and tens of other studies. And they're like, oh, there's one that shows maybe no benefit. 100%, next slide please, 100% of the world trials have shown benefit. Decreases acquisition, prophylactically, I've been on it for two months now, in Argentina, in a hospital trial prevented 100% of acquisition in healthcare workers. 800 uh, doctors and nurses were given it during their big outbreak. Of the 800, zero got COVID. Placebo group, 57% got COVID that were not on ivermectin. Scandinavian studies prevented acquisition by 88%. Multiple uh, mechanisms of action of this molecule. Don't have time, long medical lecture, but it's fun to know. Uh, the beauty of it, it can cover all the variants because of its mechanisms. All the variants, unlike, oh, we're going to have to give you a new formulation of this vaccine or that vaccine or that vaccine. No, the mechanisms of action of this molecule against this virus don't stop. There's a great website, flccc.net. These are the doctors that are uh, frontline pushing this forward. And uh, they're the ones that got the NIH to finally listen, to finally take a neutral stance, to unshackle the hands of physicians that can prescribe it. I can say that I've saved 42 lives in the last two months. I don't prescribe very often. You know, generally, I'm behind the microscope or in the lab, but you know, from you know, one case to another and nobody doing anything. Elderly, obese, 83-year-old, 72-year-old, asthmatic, diabetic, to a T, every person that's had COVID I've treated with this has been better in 12 to 48 hours. 12 to 48 hours, to a T, 42 people. That's a small case series of, of patients. I know it works. Um, next, please. All right, vaccines. Okay, I'm gonna be a little controversial here and may frustrate a few people. By definition, a vaccine historically is giving a protein or an antigen or a part of a pathogen and or a whole killed pathogen. Injecting a sequence of mRNA into a human being is a medical device. 
historically what we're doing right now does not fall under the definition of a vaccine they shifted the verbiage in some of the federal register back in october so they could approve this so it was a, a sleight of hand to change the verbiage what we have right now is an experimental biological gene therapy immune modulatory injection we are injecting people with a synthetic sequence of nucleic acid we have never done this on a large scale in human history mRNA trials in mammals have led to odd cancers. mRNA trials on mammals have led to autoimmune diseases, not right away, six, nine, 12 months later. So this is what we're doing right now are not approved vaccines. And so everybody, how do you create demand? You create scarcity. Oh gosh, we can't get a shot, we can't get a shot. Well, it's a beautiful marketing ploy to be able to say, gosh, there, there's a low supply. So everybody wants it now. Well, everybody may want it, but the long-term safety data is not there. 50% of healthcare providers are absolutely not getting this injection. And that's a reason. We don't trust the data. The Fox guarded the hen house. The companies did their own data. There were no independent observer groups looking at the data. You know, do the shots decrease severity of disease and hospitalization? Well, they seem to be, but they don't fall under the definition of creating pure immunity and preventing transmission. If you're immune after an injection, why in the world would you still have to mask and social distance? That is an admission that they don't know that it's a vaccine. And that's an absurdity. Um, there's no long-term proven safety. My biggest concern, um, honestly, is, next slide please, Justin, is antibody-dependent enhancement reaction. You get a shot, you're fine. Look, it's preventing this, preventing that. With, I'm not anti-vax, not tinfoil hat. I've had lots of vaccines. My kids have had vaccines. That's fine. But if you get a coronavirus shot, historically SARS, MERS, animal coronaviruses, you get a shot. When you're exposed to a wild-type variant of the virus, 6, 9, 12 months later, the immune system can go haywire. In the SARS vaccine trials, in the ferrets and the monkeys, 100%. 100% of the animals when exposed to wild type virus ended up with immune reaction. The vaccines are an experiment on society. Here's my comment on masks. Two states, one with masks, the esteemed Governor Nome. Uh, oh, next one. There's that one. All right, masks, business restrictions, no masks, no business restrictions. There's your curve of coronavirus. You can draw, draw your own conclusion as to whether masks do anything. I can tell you they do not. And with that said, we just found out by several different doctors uh, that are doing their medical uh, evaluations. One is a vaccination specialist, and this doctor here, who's done his research tremendously, all conclude that the immune system will be attacked and will be destroyed by this, not even a vaccine, it's not even a vaccine, it's an experimental drug that's being pumped into us, a synthetic drug pumped into us to destroy our immune system and to eventually bring death. We heard that hydrochloroquine does work. We heard uh, of the other medicine, ivermectin does work tremendously, ivermectin. And uh, you can get that uh, and see what you can do through prescriptions and save your family with ivermectin and hydrochloroquine, they both work. Uh, vitamin D deficiencies, magnesium and zinc, we need to start pumping that into our bodies immediately and change our diets, less sweets and uh, carbohydrates and uh, we just got to learn to take care of ourselves much more. 
I hope that this show, which is, I know that normally it's not a gospel show, it was more an informative show, but you know the disclaimer's there, you could do whatever you want, but I hope that this will educate you to make a more informed decision in your life and change your life around. You know, lose weight, get get diet, back into dieting, take care of yourself and stuff like that. Masks, no, don't work. Masks don't work, you heard it several times. I keep teaching everybody, masks don't do nothing. So you got to do it. So if you need us to come to your church or your office or anything of that nature, contact us. We will be glad. We just ask for a love offering. And also, um, if it's to travel, take care of our expenses. But we will come in and we will anoint you and neutralize the poison. And we thank God for everybody. This is Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ. I am Prophet Pastor Johnny O. I love you very much. May God bless you. And give you the information you need to make an informed decision. God bless.